This is the 508 Podcast, a podcast where we're crazy passionate about helping you navigate and excel into your 20s and beyond. Every month, we'll bring you candid conversations from the 508 leadership team about hot topics for those who are striving for growth. Let's listen in for this week's podcast episode. 508 family, what is going on? Hey, it's a new year this year. It's 2023, and I didn't come alone. Uh, I want to introduce to you somebody that's brand new to our podcast. He is newer man. to our church, newer to our staff, man. but we are honored and blessed to have him. This is Pastor Keaton Pastor Tucker. Man, it's good to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mom. Pastor Keaton, say what's up to the people. Introduce what's yourself. What's up, 508? Where'd you come from? Who are you? Are you going to be here for a long time? Like, I need to know, bro. I'm from Denver, Colorado. My name's Keaton. Um, I'm married to a woman named Chelsea. I'm obsessed with her. I love Chelsea. I will probably talk about her a lot. Um, she would not have married me if we didn't do long distance. Um, I was able to hide, and then she married me. So she's stuck <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> and everybody, sounds every, toxic, sounds every, toxic, but. everybody who meets her will, can attest that that's true, um, especially after they meet me. Uh, from Denver, Colorado, as a part of Red Rocks Church out in Denver, and then love Red Rocks. Um, Red Rocks. Yeah, they're amazing. I, had, I got saved there, um, met my wife there, found my purpose there. Like it was amazing. That's great. Um, and then felt called here to this church. Um, we have family out here, which helps and. Uh, love being here. It's been amazing. Uh, your affectionate title in our church has been called PK. You PK. like the nickname? That's right. I love the nickname. PK. So this is PK. Pastor's kid or preacher's kid or Pastor, Pastor Keaton. Keaton. Let's get it. <laughs> so that's PK uh, family. Make sure you guys follow him on Instagram. They'll mm-hmm. have his uh, a little Instagram handle right there. Uh, and of course, we have uh, Pastor Joshua Teneo. On, Josh Teneo. <laughs> our worship and creative arts pastor. Ooh. We're pumped to have you on board, my boy. Yes. We yo, I saw a couple run. comments that last <laughs> episode. Y'all were like, yo, you like my runs. <laughs> yeah, Josh ain't the only one. We're bringing the runs in here. <laughs> yo, we had a awesome uh, last uh, session on the podcast. And so, right. hey, if you haven't gone, watch that Kingsman episode. So good. Uh, those episodes, we have three of them. Yeah. Uh, I thought we had so much fun doing it. It was so fun. It was one of my favorite podcasts ever yeah love it had a bless hey uh you guys probably saw the title and even the thumbnail already so thank you guys for tuning in whether you're on youtube uh podcasts uh, itunes spotify wherever you're at thank you for sharing uh, thank you for commenting we're in a new series because it's a new year and listen to me we okay. say this all the time at our church but listen if you want this to be the best year of your life it requires your best you come on and mm. so uh we're starting a series called growing pains now mm. um I had this little tagline in my head before I introduce that. I want to just open the floor quickly and be like, Hey, not all of us just woke up and just became pastors. We're, <laughs> we're leaders of people. We lead in a volunteer organization. Yeah. Uh, all of us have been in the marketplace before as well. Mm-hmm. And I think there is this common thing that happens in church spaces and church worlds where just because you get saved doesn't mean you're necessarily growing. That's yeah. right. And then there comes a place in life right. where we grow. And uh, I don't know, the demand of life is just, <laughs> kind of overwhelming yeah. and you're like i am absolutely. forced to get better you guys ever been there oh absolutely i got a story give me a, oh, okay. a story. so i've always and this well not always I, i've gotten better in the recent years i have always thought like i'm a pro at like whatever i've done i've never had a confidence issue but i have had uh like a character issue um mm. and when i was an intern at red rocks church i got the opportunity to do our announcements and our welcome at the young adult ministry and when you're an intern, that's like a big deal. So I got yeah. back when I cared a lot about shoes, I got some fresh kicks. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm an intern. I got no salary. I, from, I get two and a half minutes on stage and I'm going to look good. I got fresh kicks, put on a great outfit. And the pastor of the young adult ministry came up to me. She's like, so uh, her name's Jesse Davis. She's like, 
all right, do you know what you're saying? And I was like, yeah, I got it. I hadn't practiced once. They had told oh me in the meeting what I was talking about, but I didn't practice once. Bad stewardship. Bad stewardship. <laughs> <laughs> so they like, you know, they hit the drums out and I come up on stage and I open with the driest joke I have ever told oh, in my life. And it was crickets. God. It was crickets. Oh, no, no, no. And then when it was time to like no, do no, no, like, no, 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 <laughs> you guys have been on stage when it's like, get me off this stage. I've been up here for an hour. It's yes. been a couple minutes. That's what it was like. And I finished this stupid dry joke. No one laughs. And it's like, I got to give the announcements and I have no idea what I have to say. Oh, no idea. Out. So I, Dude, I feel the secondhand cringe right now. <laughs> yeah. Was, I'm like sweating. <laughs> so I reach in my pocket, apologize and pull out my notes and read what they are, put them back in. I'm supposed to usher people into worship and I really can't because it's so tense. And I'm like, all right guys, let's worship. And I walk off stage and it was so bad that no other intern got to do announcements for six months. <laughs> like it was wow. so bad. And then they, so at the time there was a guy named uh, Doug Weckerman and Connor Grimm. They were uh, staff people in the ministry now at that time. And they, like if I was going to do the announcements again, because I got an opportunity towards the end, I had to practice in front of them in their office until it was nailed. Well, leadership lesson there. That's good Notice good that because he failed to prepare, other people had to pay for his lack of preparation. <laughs> they sure Why did. I feel the I'm preaching sorry. spirit rising? <laughs> that's I that's apologize big. Apologize to all my fellow interns of 2016. Yes. There basically, there's going to be moments in life for sure for you. Yeah that demand hits you and you either have grown to that level or you haven't. And so mm -hmm. you're going to be exposed whether you like it or not. And so we, we talked about this even before the episode uh, in life, you're going to have to choose your heart. You're going to yeah. have to choose the heart of growing and the growing pains that come with life, yeah. or you choose regret yep. because you didn't grow and didn't grow to the demand. So I was, I was telling uh, these guys before there was a season where I got married. I was married for a year. I uh, moved into our home, which we own. And then I had Zion and I got ordained and we went to one salary household all within the same month. Lord God. <laughs> and um, it was basically like I got baptized by fire and everything was, I was freaking out about everything. I was freaking out about everything. And I'm so, <laughs> so many things were changing, but really the thing that was changing the most was me. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that actually I, it led me to a desperation. It led me to a hunger and a curiosity to really ask for help, get coaching and counseling and praise God I'm out of that season. But have you ever been in a situation like that where you were forced to grow? Yeah. I mean, at 21, I've been always in love with ministry. I'm also a PK, mm. uh, not Keaton, but I am a pastor's kid and I've uh, been serving in ministry for a while. And I remember when I first got on staff, uh, I was 21 years old. And it was an executive pastor position. <laughs> Mind you, I did not know my times tables at 21. Like, and, <laughs> and immediately at 21, I'm put into a position where I have to pastor people three times my age and immediately build influence, build leaders, and do that from a young... While, while I was in youth ministry, I was in worship ministry, I interned at a large church. So I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> the only thing I hear my head is Josh like, hey, 61-year-old person, fix your marriage. Pass, yeah, me my, yeah. pass me my apple juice. <laughs> Give me my right. apple juice. I'm trying to get everybody milk and cookies for leadership meetings, and they're like, yeah. we're way past that. So it's, it's, it just forced me to grow. And what I've learned is that 
involvement does not necessarily equate to evolvement. Mm. Only because you're involved doesn't mean you're evolved. And I think we have mm. to come to an understanding that you may be doing something, but that doesn't mean because you've done something or decided something that you're growing in that right. something. Or that you're even doing it well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You were an executive so, pastor at 21. Executive you, pastor at 21 at a Spanish church, bilingual church of 200 people. Wow. You know what I was doing at 21? I was serving biscuits and cornbread at <laughs> So, <laughs> dude, I'm happy for you and your success. Yo, those beef. biscuits are fire. Though, those biscuits lie, especially with are the, jelly. the Lord. <laughs> yeah. mm. All right, so here's a thought. I want to I want to introduce a thought for you that kind of is the basis of this whole episode and this whole series. Is this is that nothing goes to the next level until you do. Preach. Nothing yeah. goes to the next level until you do. I think all of us need to master the skill of self leadership. Yes. And before you lead others, listen, you can't lead others if you don't lead yourself. Amen. Mm -hmm. And there's a principle I think that we've talked about in even previous episodes of, uh, you know, we talked about taking care of yourself and people won't trust you to take care of them if you don't take care of you. That's right. mm -hmm. And so this year I'm asking you, begging you, pleading you with you, uh, trying to inform you, even for us three to be examples to many of mm -hmm. you is lead yourself well this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we can get into goals. We can get into all these plans. And I think these things are important to identify but more than that, what we want to talk about in this particular episode is the really the behind the scenes of why you need to get better. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, and Pastor Keaton speaks to this in a minute. Yep. Um, I think motivation is way overrated. Mm, way 100%. overrated. Motivation Absolutely. comes and goes because you're that's operating off of feelings, an internal sense of emotion to drive you forward. Yep. You're not going to be motivated for everything. I think discipline is underrated. There it is. hundred percent. Discipline is underrated. Speak to that. Yeah. I'm motivated for maybe 30 minutes a day. Like that's, <laughs> that's it. And, and that's really facts. all you can like handle for motivation. And there's this great book. I recommend to everybody atomic habits. Mm. Yes. Um, James, great book. Clear. Yeah. Great book. James clear. He has this thing. You will rise and fall based on your habits or your disciplines. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what habits are. They're disciplines. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you don't have these in place, you won't grow. You like to become stagnant or you'll go in the opposite direction. Yeah. And also in that book, he's like, you don't have to have a disciplined schedule where you like get 10% better each year. His argument is that's not sustainable, but if you can get 1% better each year, it'll compound yeah. and you'll be further along than anybody, you know, um, your, your disciplines like need to be planned. They need to be clear and they need to be, I'm just going to sound odd. They need to be easy. If you're, if you have a goal of like, say you want to be more reflective and journal and you're like, I'm going to journal 30 minutes a day. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's impossible. That's good. You're going to run out of stuff to say like three minutes. Right. Um, same thing with like prayer. It's like, I'm going to start praying for an hour, but you've never prayed in your life. So like measurable, measurable. Yeah. 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 Start with a measurable Too small area. Fail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's Craig good. Rochelle, what does he call it? He, uh, small, but achievable goals mm, is what That's he good. called them or small, but achievable disciplines. Yeah. Uh, I think that's excellent. To me, uh, what I'm seeing is I think we just need to be, like you said, more measured, more mm -hmm. clear. But let's go to the deeper versions, the deeper beliefs of mm -hmm. why you need to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah. what is the demand for growth? If you mm -hmm. are going to have the best year of your life, that's because you are you have grown. You have you've gotten this insatiable desire. Yeah. I call hunger this insatiable desire to know more, do more and be more. Mm -hmm. I want to know that's more. Good. I want to be a student. I want to I want to do more. I want to accomplish great things with my life and yeah. add a contribution to society because I actually think that's the Christian call, mm -hmm. uh, the great command. Um, but not only that, I want to become more. I want to mm. I want to 10x everything in my life. So whatever my hand touches, I want to see blessed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but highlighting what you were talking about yep. with discipline, um, Scripture talks about this in Hebrews, is no discipline is pleasant at the time, but later, mm-hmm. however, Come produces on. a harvest of righteousness for That's those right. who are trained by it. It's not easy at the time, but That's God right. didn't call us to an easy life. Right. And so I think we have to learn to embrace the growing pain season. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you guys, uh, again, I don't think motivation is the word, but what are the internal beliefs that we have of why you need to grow? Yeah, I think you, you said something very special there. You said, um, I want to become more. And when you have that desire, you are now aligning your desire with God's heart. Yeah, yeah. You are coming into alignment mm-hmm. perspective-wise with God. Mm-hmm. The Bible shows us that God takes his people from glory to, to glory. glory. I'm going to preach. From strength. And because he's from to strength. strength to strength and faith to faith. <laughs> so why is God interested in taking us to another level? So if God wants us to evolve and to go into another dimension of glory, of mm. another dimension of strength, that is not just his doing. We have a part to take in that as well. Yeah. And I feel like there are many times where God has kept many of his people, many of his children in one level simply because they have not decided to grow. They have not decided to implement systems of development for their self-leadership and their self-stewardship. So it's insane how God, through free will, Mm -hmm. has given humanity the ability to withhold God's progression. Do you feel the oil? (laughs) (laughs) To withhold the progression of humanity simply because someone has decided not to grow. So you, we all have the capability. And I was talking to you earlier about um, the thing with growth is there are not just growing pains, but there are also evidence of growth. And one of the main ways that we know this is stretch marks, stretch Mm. marks. I feel, I feel the preaching coming out. (laughs) Uh, Stretch marks are a form of evidence. It's to show you that there has been a stretch. There has been a growth in your body. And see, that's the thing. You can't hide that evidence. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that when you grow, you can't hide it. When you grow, I can see it a mile away. There's evidence, there's fruit, there's proof, proof, and there's benefits. So I think we need to get to a point where we stop saying, I know I'm growing, but I don't see evidence. Uh, There's many of us saying, I am growing, but if you need, that's why you need accountability. Because if you don't have accountability, there'll be times where you think you're growing, And but your friends are saying, I don't see anything. Yeah, yeah. Where are the stretch marks? Where are, where's the proof of your development? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah you're not growing. You're older. <laughs> like, that's all. Yeah, that make a distinction. Because yeah. growing does not mean getting older. No, growing means you're all. getting better. Yeah. Come and on. If you're, if you're the same at like, I mean, imagine if you are 40 years old and you're the exact same maturity Ugh, and skill Lord. and talent How as you were at 21. Unfortunately, that is very common. That's how you end your marriage. That's Uh, how you make sure your kids have no respect for you. Like it is a great way to make sure you make a mess of your life and then the people of your life. Okay, so let's get so let's get practical on that. That's good. And let's let's end let's end this way. Yeah. Um, So practicality. What are what are the reasons or the needs for growth? The demand for growth. I would say number one, most importantly, eternity. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Eternity, heaven and hell are in the balance. Yep. Mm. And so God has graced, uh, specifically, yes. I'm looking at, we're talking three ministers yep. right here. Mm-hmm. God has graced every single one of us with skills, gifts, talents, abilities, uh, that we have a responsibility to not just be given by God, but mm-hmm. to multiply the gifts that he gave us. We look yes. at the parable of the talents. Yep. God distributes one, two, five talents. We have a responsibility to multiply yeah. those. Yeah. Yep. And so, 100%. so many people are operating in potential. Yep. They're just operating in latent form mm-hmm. and heaven and hell are in the balance. And so I yep. think we have a demand from heaven, God. first and foremost, yep. that eternity is in the balance. So we need to grow. Yep. There's 100%. a demand from God for growth. Absolutely. God's on a mission 
to reach lost people. Mm. And uh, he will use whoever is willing, but if he if they aren't growing and getting better and multiplying what God has given them, he will move on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this one of the- This happens in Saul's life. This happens in Saul's life. It also kind of happens, so you gotta wonder why was Paul chosen? And Jesus, before he ascended, Good gave question. Peter a, he gave him a command. He said, you're gonna preach in Jerusalem and then in Samaria and then to the ends of the earth. Yep. And like eight to 10 years later, Judea, there's, I think is or Judea, yeah. Judea, Samaria. They're Judea. still in Jerusalem. They haven't done what he'd asked. And, and Jesus is <laughs> oh, like, come on, Jesus. I need somebody who's going to move. And Saul, he's there. He's got misplaced zeal. And God's like, I want him, saves him, and then sends him on a mission. Misplaced zeal. And it's good. Yeah, like, it's good. And that's how you end up with Saul. Because mm. some God's like, I need somebody who's going to take my good news to, mm. to the earth. So good. Bro. And we need to connect this to ministry leaders as well. Yeah. Let me give you a quick Saul, nugget, he, church leaders. By the way, he's referencing Saul that turned into Paul. Yes. Yeah. Not the context. King Saul, the Old good Testament. Because I did reference good King Saul in the Old Testament. Good catch. Yes. So, so God moved from King Saul in the Old Testament actually to David. Yep. Saul kills thousands, David kills tens of thousands. Tens I want to make sure that that's a clear distinction. Yes. Good context. Oh, go ahead. Um, church leaders. Hear me very closely. Be careful not to prioritize the church so much that you dismiss the temple. Mm. Did hear Mm -hmm. me? Be careful not to prioritize the church more than you prioritize the temple. Mm -hmm. What am I talking about? The Bible says we are the the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's Uh, that means many people have been sowing seeds of time, talent, treasure, and they've been investing that towards the church that they completely neglect the temple. And God is saying, I appreciate. Mm that you're working towards my bride Mm. but remember she's my bride not yours Mm. so be careful not to make sure that you're developing so much time and investment so much Mm. growth towards the church but you yourself are not growing so good Mm. such a revelation bro my god i'm about to throw this microphone (laughs) (laughs) you're my favorite thing you did recently (laughs) attached my favorite thing you did recently you were like i feel the anointing in my big toe right now i'm telling you and then one time you were like you were like I feel it. I feel cooking right you here. You know how hard it is to listen to you in a chair behind a microphone yeah, where I can't get up and live. <laughs> not even a responder. I'm a, come on, Josh. Josh is a curious man. We're, we're teaching him charisma right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he already got the revelation. Awesome. I was just teaching him the Okay, charisma. okay, okay. So focus. So uh, what? why do you need to grow? First and foremost, eternity. Secondly, I would say, no doubt, your family. Yeah, Lord. Your family needs you to be on another level. Teach 100%. that. And so this is why motivation is overrated, but you need to have the disciplines and the belief systems yeah. behind the scenes to say, my sons are going to be twice the men that I am, but yeah. I want to make sure I have a high standard that they could live up to. 100%. I, yes. I want my shoes to be big shoes to be able to fill. Hey, and I'm grateful yep. that I have an example like that, but you need to be an example like that yep. to the next generation. 100%. God tells us in Proverbs, he talks about how a good man leaves an inheritance yeah. for his children's children. Yeah. Yep. That's not just things that you pass in their hands, but it's things you pass in their hearts. Yeah. And so inheritance, my dad says it like this, inheritance is what you leave for them. Mm. Yep. Legacy is what you leave in them. Yeah. Oh, and God. we need examples nowadays. Jesus. Lord knows we need examples in culture. We need examples in church yes. that literally set the standard of this is what a man looks like. Is this what a godly person looks like? This is what a Christian looks like. This is what a leader looks Good like. Work he done. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think the demand is eternity, but definitely our families. What would definitely you guys say families. about that? 100%. If you mess up your family but are successful in work, you failed. Absolutely. Because yeah. now you have generational problems that are very hard to correct. <sighs> Lord, goodness. To pick on another Saul from the Bible, Saul is a great example of someone who left an inheritance but not a legacy. Uh, and he did, he, he did not grow. Oh. He got all the wisdom in the world. He was the most successful king Israel ever had. Projects, gold, diplomacy, all of it. And he when he leaves and his son takes over, Israel's a mess. Mm. 
like a mess. Civil mm-hmm. war split, mm-hmm. never recovered. And Jesus, or not Jesus, excuse me, but the, the angel of the Lord showed up to him three times well, to warn many him. people think it might be a Christophany. It yeah. yeah, it could have been Christophany. Warn him three times. Be like, hey, walk in my ways and like, please. And he didn't. And, and he eventually was, the dis- yeah. he was bypassed. The position he was, bypassed. was bypassed. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he left a mess behind him. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. And it, Israel was never the same. May it not be said of us. No. Yeah. yeah. Take care of your of house. Us. Did that be the same way? Yeah. Family needs to be prioritized. And that's why there's a demand for growth. You don't need to be motivated. When you understand that your family uh, Mm -hmm. and how they're going to live, but also the generational legacy that you leave, the generational wealth that you leave, all these things matter by your development and your growth. I'd say the last thing, and as we wrap up, the last thing would be this, is your legacy. We've referenced it a few times, but your legacy. Uh, Mm. We talked about this in a, a message recently, but... You know, a, a precious name is, is more valuable than rubies, yeah. mm. is what Proverbs talks about. And so what does your name provoke inside of people mm. uh, in your life? I, I yeah. just think legacy matters so much. So mm-hmm. much. And I want to have a life that makes a difference and makes an impact. I want to yeah. leave a legacy. Yeah. I want to leave a mark. I want to leave a footprint in yeah. the earth. Wow. Yeah. So you're basically Absolutely. saying self-leadership is not selfish self-leadership actually has more to do with other people than we realize. So self-leadership, self-stewardship, if you're only doing it for yourself, no wonder you've given up. No wonder you've gotten comfortable and stagnant. Other people demand you to grow. Yeah. Gosh. That's so good. They need you to. I I have to grow, not just because I desire to. My family needs me to grow. My church needs me to grow. My future legacy needs me to grow. Yeah, Yeah, let me unpack that. You basically said, Self-leadership is not selfish. It's actually selfless. Yes. That's what it's actually selfless. <laughs> God it's actually mercy. selfless. That is the most selfless thing you could do is to grow this year. Yes. yes. So 100%. next, yeah. listen, next episode, we're going to get into the practicals on oh, yeah. how to grow. We're going to get there. Oh, yeah. But we need, I need you to understand first and foremost, the, the, the belief, the conviction, the desire for growth. Because this year will be the best year of your life. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to grow, but understand something, there are growing pains that are attached to Absolutely. this. Are. Yep. It is not going to be easy. Correct. Nope. It is going to be difficult. You're going to have to learn how to manage time management, uh, being misunderstood. Mm. Yes. Being misunderstood. Yep. Uh, understanding that some decisions and prioritization is going to cause pain in some areas, but we have a responsibility to grow. Yep. And I'm believing that you have that responsibility. And why don't you take this journey with us as we go through the next couple of weeks? Get involved in community. Get involved in your local church. Yep. What would you guys say as we wrap up? What would you guys say to the people that are maybe curious about the faith, even brand new to the faith? It's a new year. Mm-hmm. Everybody has goals. Everybody got yep. some vision. What would you say would be things that they need to implement immediately to make this year a mm-hmm. year where they grow? Absolutely. Uh, first thing, regular church attendance. Get mm. in a small group. Don't do this alone. No one ever asked. No one. This was never meant to be done alone. Right. Um, the Christian faith needs other people. We're one body. Um, and other people have gifts to offer you that will help you grow. So and you will good. find everything that you're looking for in attachment to other people. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with someone else. 100%. And yeah. that's why we need accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So nothing gets better until you do. And so why don't you take this journey with us and go on this growing pains yes. season. It's going to be beneficial for you. It's going to be beneficial for eternity, for your family, and even for your legacy. As we yeah. always say around here, we don't fear the future. We pioneer. We'll see you next week.
Thank you for tuning in for today's episode from the 508 Podcast. If this episode helped or impacted you in any way, we would love for you to subscribe, leave us a like, rating, or review. If you have something you would like for us to talk about, we'd love for you to send it in through by leaving a comment on our YouTube channel or messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. Last thing, if you enjoy this podcast and want to see what it's like to be at an actual 508 service, visit our social media pages and search for the 508 or click the link below for all of our YouTube viewers. And until the next time, remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it.